Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Submit yourself to his plan and just tell him, listen, I want what you've allotted to me. I want my inheritance, nothing more, nothing less. Just don't let me mess up what you're trying to do. Please, Father, don't allow me to mess up what you're trying to do in my life. I I want your best for me. I want what you have for me. And then I'm going to be content with that. You know, Paul said that he had learned contentment. Even the Apostle Paul had to learn it. You and I have to learn it, but we need to learn it. Because of our fallen nature, we have a terrible tendency to crave more and always strive for more. In today's message from Philippians, Pastor Robert encourages us to learn how to be content in our circumstances and to trust God's good and perfect will for our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message. told anybody else what he told me he could sue me and win because it's against the law you know clergy privilege is something that's pretty ironclad even in the law and yet he was still a wreck he was still a wreck to talk to me about this stuff so many people worrying about so many things worrying about being found out but look at what jesus said in in luke 12 25 if you're taking notes just write that down luke 12 25 jesus asked this question which of you by worrying can add one, add one cubit to his stature? And if you're not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Why do you worry about the rest? If you can't even do that little tiny thing. Now think about that. How many of you know how much is a cubit? How many of you know how much a cubit is in terms of measurements? Nobody. That's a, that's a first. You know how much it is? Listen, it's this much. That's how they measured from the elbow to the tip of the fingers. I'm probably a little bit short, you know, like below average. And ter- so maybe it's a little bit long, but that's pretty good. I mean, if I could add that much to my height, what would that do for me? Let's see. It put me up a about- little over seven feet tall. Shaquille Fountain in the house. I'd love to be able to do that, but look at Jesus. Jesus says, if you can't do the least... If you cannot even add 18 inches to your own height, why are you worried about everything else? I mean, that, that almost seems like an absurd statement. So you, you put it you know, into the context. You think about what, what is he thinking? What is he thinking when he says that's a little tiny thing? Well, he's thinking about Almighty God. Because in verse 31, he goes on to say, but seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Now, that's not a promise that he's going to make me seven feet tall. It is a promise, however, 
that if I will seek his kingdom, he will take care of mine. Do you understand that? That's a principle you can hold on to. If you will seek his kingdom, he will take care of yours. That's the problem is we're focused on our little fiefdom, you know, our little kingdom, the, the little area that where, you know, we're in charge. We really would like to expand that and be in charge of more. I'd love to be able to control my world completely, but he knows I wouldn't do a great job with it. And he's got it well under control. And if I'll just kind of rest, if I'll focus on his kingdom and trust him to take care of mine, you know what? The worry goes away. The worry can go away. Because I realize he is in charge. The problem, the reason that I don't often see that and I'm not convinced of it is that I often demand more from him than it would be healthy for him to give me. Right? We've talked about that before. You know? My son really wants to learn to ride a motorcycle because daddy's riding a motorcycle. But you know what? I'm kind of postponing that for a little while. When he was five years old, his grandfather gave him a a nice pocket knife. I took it away. Why? Was I being stingy? Did I want it for myself? Was I holding out? I'm trying to keep him alive. The kid was out of control. At five years old, he would have cut my arm off and his arm off. His sister's fingers would have gone. I mean, he would have been out. He was out of control at the age of five. Now he has total access to the pocket knife. Do you understand? He has for quite some time because he's, he was ready for it at some point. And I was able to release it. And sometimes it's just that. Sometimes it's a matter of timing. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, you really don't know what that would do to you. Oh God, just please let me hit the lottery. And he's like, no. Do you realize what that would do to your kids to have that kind of money? No, it's not going to happen. I love you too much to let that happen. Do you understand? We have these, these demands, and so we don't see the fact that he is in charge. He is sovereign in your life, and he has good plans. His plan for you is perfect. And if you will just relax and submit yourself to his plan and just tell him, listen, I want what you've allotted to me. I want my inheritance, nothing more, nothing less. Just don't let me mess up what you're trying to do. Please, Father, don't allow me to mess up what you're trying to do in my life. I I want your best for me. I want what you have for me. And then I'm going to be content with that. You know, Paul said that he had learned contentment. Even the Apostle Paul had to learn it. You and I have to learn it. But we need to learn it. He's sovereign. He's in control. He knows what's best for you. He knows what's good for you. And see, here's the thing. You can trust him to give that to you. He won't hold out. The Bible says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. Why would he not with him freely give us all things? He's not going to hold out on you. It's just that quite often what you think would be great, he says, well, not so much. Not so much. At least not right now. Maybe later, but not right now. I remember begging and pleading with God to give me a wife. Please, God, please, please, God. I was in my late 20s, begging God, you know, just for a, a God, I'm just, Lord, just send me the perfect wife for me. For me, I know that, you know, Lord, I just want, I want the, the, right, the right woman to grow old with, the one that would be, be right for me. And, and the Lord spoke to my heart so clearly, I still remember it. I was living in Opalaka, renting a room in Opalaka, in, a, in an upstairs bedroom, and I was laying there on a, 
like a Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, I was reading and praying. And, and, and as I prayed that prayer, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, if I sent you the perfect woman for you, you would not be the perfect man for her. Wake up, buddy. Yeah, seriously. And, and so my prayer focus had to change, didn't it? Because it, he's not going to do that to her for crying out loud. I needed to grow. My prayer focus had to change. I needed to realize he fully intended to bring me the perfect woman for me when I was ready to be the perfect man for her. And even then, he didn't wait until I was a perfect man. You know, I've shared with you before that a few years into our marriage, probably, I don't know, seven or eight years into our marriage, maybe 10, Elizabeth said to me one day, you know, just sweet, wonderful, loving expression, uh, you know, of her devotion to me. She's you know, she's like, I'm so proud of you. You are becoming the man I married. <laughs> Seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. You can trust him. She's my best friend. She is the perfect woman for me. You understand? I'm becoming the perfect man for her, I think. <laughs> Still. But do you understand? He didn't hold out on me. It was just a matter of timing. The funny thing is that at one point when I was so desperate for a wife, Elizabeth was still in a psychiatric hospital in Denmark. So she wasn't exactly the perfect woman for me yet. <laughs> do you understand? She was being grown and developed herself. Look at Psalm 1 with me. Look at Psalm 1. Real quickly, flip backwards, find the Psalms, and, and you can't miss it. It's a huge book in the middle of the Old Testament. And then find Psalm 1. Nice short one. I encourage you to memorize it. It's one of the easiest chapters in the Bible to memorize. And it's a great one to have in the recesses of, in your RAM, in that random access memory that you can draw from. Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man. Now another way to say that that would be accurate, Oh how happy is the man who walks not. If you're taking notes, circle the word not. Oh, how happy is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, listen to me real, real quickly, just a quick comment. When we read that word ungodly, what is it that we think of? You know, I think most of us, what we think, of, oh, that, guy's, he, that's, that guy is so ungodly. so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. 
Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.